Hi, happy Wednesday out there. It's Wednesday, December 10th, and you're listening in to Julia Sotis on a totally different reality. This week, I have an awesome guest. I have Lisen Bankston from Sweden. I'm not sure if she is in Sweden because you can never tell where she is because she's always all over the entire world. Um, and I'm really excited about our conversation because we're talking about something that has been really present in my world lately. And when she said the title, I was like, yes, that's the title. Because I, there are many things that I have been avoiding. Many I've been choosing, many, but many avoiding too. So the title of today's show is What Gold Mines Are You Avoiding? So welcome to the show, Lizen. Thanks for coming. Hi, Julia. I'm really excited. <laughs> this is going to be Me a lot too. of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so could you give us just a bit of background about how you found Access and uh, how you're using the tools? Absolutely, yes. And I just wanted to answer, I am at the moment in Sweden. Yes, it's rare. Uh, and it's really <laughs> quite awesome to be here. And I'm here over a month. And I'm like, wow, what do I do with all this time in Sweden? Because I do travel a lot, and, and, and it's just fun to be in different places. Yes, I found Access about five years ago, and at that moment in my life, it was really like this, oh, I was not in a good place, uh, especially financially, really, really crappy. I was trying to create, uh, start, I just started a new business. I had tar- part-time jobs. It was not working really well, but people didn't really know, so I was hiding it a lot. Um, and then it came to a point of like, fuck, I'm a coach. I work with healing. I work with businesses. I work with lots of things, and I cannot make this work with money. And I just knew this is me. It's about me. It's something me. Uh, and I was just like, hey, this has to change. And I got really pissed at myself. And within two weeks, I got an invitation on Facebook from a person I didn't know so well um, to go to a class with Dane here. And then it was one of, I think it was the first time he came to Sweden. And, and my whole body just said, yes, and my brain, well, I don't really have money. I can't afford it. Uh, I have to pay rent. Um, and at some point, I just yeah, had to go. Like, my body was so clear. And I went, and I started getting tools. And the like, class was called Right Body for You. And I was like, I wasn't really thinking I needed tools in that area. Um, but that definitely changed so much in my whole universe, thoughts. Um, about what is possible and I was seeing him doing clearings and I was like why does it change in everybody in in the class when he does one clearing for one person I was like wow this is really strange and I loved it so from that day on I was totally intrigued and curious about all the tools and went totally ballistic went full on and all my friends were so tired of me talking about access and a lot of them tried it and a lot of them are still really really happy about that and I also know one of my best friends was so sick and tired of me. And then one time I didn't know, he just tried it out and he said, well, it does work. It's really great. So it was started like that. And one thing that really changed my life was money. I really decided this has to change. I used all the tools I can find out. I even went to a money class. And within six months, my reality looked very different when it came to money. And then I just changed it along the way more and more and more. And um and really, in that money class was the first time I, hold, I heard about these gold mines and looked at that very differently. And that was one thing I like, hey, what if we talked about all these things that are super easy that we don't want to choose because our lives would be too easy. Let's still yes. try to work hard. I mean, we do have to show that we're delivering, that we're F, like we put in some effort, that we're really good at <laughs> it. Um, and then we can then say, yes, we did it. Instead of just, yeah, you know, you know, sometimes, Julia, when you get it so easily that you don't even think it works and you just get it served yeah. on a beautiful, like you have that energy. Yeah, I do. And this summer, like I have a little example, like this mm-hmm. summer I, I made the demand. I was like, I've been, you know, been playing around and I've really been living my life for adventure and always traveling and doing things and I was like I want to keep doing that but I also would like to start building wealth because I hadn't really been building wealth I'd been making a lot of money and mm-hmm. but just spending it and 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 so it's like the second I said that's it I would like to start creating wealth I was sitting at the airport and one of the 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 what do you call them the flight not a flight attendant but the people at the desk with the yeah. microphone said 
um, could the, would anybody like to stay overnight in Minneapolis for an $800 flight credit? And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll do that. I have nothing, nowhere to be. And they put you up in a hotel for free. And I was just like, $800. Like, it was just like for nothing, just for staying the night. And then I actually ended up having to book a flight really, really quickly after that. And it like used mm-hmm. up all my $800, like right away. It was gone completely because I was like, that's too easy. And I didn't want it. So I ruined it. And I do this a lot. Like uh, sometimes I'm, I'm willing to have life a lot easier than most people. And sometimes mm-hmm. I really, really cut myself off at the knees and I would love to change this. Hmm. So is that the magic you're willing to have, but then not willing to have it all the time or what is it for you? Oh, okay. We can do some Julia facilitation. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll take this. Yeah. And what do you do afterwards? I open the doors and then I close them because I just, there's this huge sense of wrongness. Like it's just wrong. I, the only oh. word I can come up with is just wrong. wrong. Hey, yeah. Be wrong. It's much better. <laughs> I think it's easier. <laughs> yeah, but really, what if what if you? Uh, okay, I'll take it to a different example. I don't know if this will help you at all or give somebody else an awareness. What I see a lot, I coach a lot of people with business and money, and what I see is them willing to change things, willing to start generating money when they start having money they always create something so they cannot keep it because they're not really willing to have it. Basically, yep. that's the bottom of what I see. And it's a funny thing because it, it can be accidents. It can be like problems in their businesses. It can be new expenses. It can be it's always something they create so that exactly that money or a little bit more has to be spent. And I'm like, huh, that's a very interesting energy. Okay, if they were willing to have money, that money would just be around so they could either use it to create something different or by choice, even if the disasters are choice, by choice create something different with it. So what if you, like when I looked at it, okay, what is it we're missing by not willing to have something in our lives? Right. So, when I looked at, for example, the gold mines, it's really, I've heard Gary talk since I started Access about what is so easy for you, so much fun that you think everybody can do it, you cannot generate money, and it's not worth anything. Nobody would pay for it. And I'm like, wow. And I've asked that question a lot of times to myself, and uh, very different things have showed up. And I've had a lot of clients or in money classes I've had, I talked about this, and the one thing that's very funny, people always go then, oh, then I have to create a business or I have to do it full time. And I'm like, no, not really. Maybe just an hour a week. Or like I know one person in one of my classes, she started cleaning people's houses. She loved cleaning. And what she did was she put in small flowers, she put in small things like this, beautiful things to create a space where people wanted to get home too. But she didn't want to do it full time. And this was one thing that started expanding her life so much. I think she did it maybe like half a day a week or max a day a week because that was joy in it. If she would have done it five days a week, I mean, that maybe it would just become another work thing. Right. And, and that's one, one, I think, one thing I saw. These gold mines don't mean it has to become your job or your full-time job or something you have to do 24-7. It could be one of the things you add to your life that give you so much joy. It just opens up to whatever, new possibilities, new spaces, new projects, new ways of living, new ways of generating money, like new things. It doesn't mean it's the solution for your problem. That's I've, neat because I think that people like even do look at access a lot and think like I have to find it as a solution and go with this and push forward forcefully. And yeah. it's kind of neat that you say like just one day a week or she just did a half a day a week, but that yeah. energy changed every other area. Yeah. That's yeah. Really cool. Yeah. I was like, wow. Cause <laughs> I remember um, that first money class I did so long time ago, but it was so clear when Gary said, you need to have at least, I don't know, say six to ten things going on in your life that generate money and different things. I'm like, 
oh, I don't have enough. I can't control my income still. Like my input, I was controlling my input, my income that was coming. Like you can control what you're creating, but I was also controlling what was coming into my life. And I was like, oh, I need to go, I need to create so much that I cannot control it anymore. I'm like, oh, fuck. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know if you swear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we swear, we swear. <laughs> Um, and when I started generating adding more stuff to my life it started freaking out too because I was seeing that I love controlling stuff and because if I control it's safe and I'll generate and it won't like be disaster and I won't lose and and at some point I'm like oh being out of control means I will use all the tools to my advantage in a very different way I have to ask questions I have to be present I have to be willing to always change things and I was like wow this is so 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 different um that's one thing that changed a lot in my life and in the different areas I work because there's so many different ones there's not they they look very different and I'm still adding new stuff to my life that I've never done before and I'm like this is so much more fun for me um than I've ever done before and for people that don't know me I have a background that I grew up, like I'm born in Sweden, grew up in Argentina, then Germany, then Sweden, then Germany, jumping around, doing different stuff, both uh, studying and then working. And my parents are antique dealers. So I worked with them for, I would say, three, four years full time, uh, especially when my mother got sick. I took over the business with my dad and then my brother. And then after that, I started studying and doing other stuff. But And then the funny part that I, I myself have avoided a lot is antique jewelry stuff because it was too easy. It was just a thing I grew up with that was super easy. I never thought, well, I knew I could do business, but it was like, yeah, 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 let's do something else that excites me. So I had cut off the excitement because it was so you know, it's like your everyday thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it, that changed this summer. I was working with Stephen Chatissa and they asked me quite a few questions and it just like one day at one of the telecalls, it just like hit me. Why am I not doing this? This is freaking fun, easy, and I loved doing it years ago and I just stopped. From that day on, I started doing it again and it's so much fun. Yes, <laughs> it is easy and it's so much fun. And and that's the fun part of it. And it's not that I have to do it full time to be really, really happy or joyful or create something. It's really adding stuff, more and more stuff to your life that's fun. Um, right. And it can be so much different things. It really like it could be anything you enjoy doing, but it doesn't have to be your full time job. Right. So can you talk a little bit more about, well, there's two things, because when you yeah. say the word gold mines, it makes me so excited. There's just such a cool world, word. And then the other thing I wanted to ask you about is like being totally out of control, because I think for a lot of people that would be like yeah. da- danger or yeah. too much or people would like simplicity, not out of control. So yeah. like to shift that. Um, yeah. But I'd love to talk about both those things. I just didn't want to forget. I had to bring them up. No, that's good. Good. Yeah, that's not about the auto control because I definitely get. If you hear something weird in the background, it's my dog. Um, <laughs> I can hear a growl or something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what do you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> I have added her, for example, in my business a lot of times. When something is not working in my life, I asked her to contribute to change things. And now I'm. I know we went out for a restaurant and we didn't get to play with your dog with you before we started the show. And I'm so sorry for that, Senia. And she's looking me straight in the head and the eyes. And I told you, after the show, we're going out and playing. Even if it's midnight here, we're going to do that. You know that. Um, so the, she's one thing that is definitely a contribution in my life. I always ask my dog to contribute and be part of my life. And she even, like, I have her on all my classes here in Sweden and all those things. So there's a lot of things you can include that create more joy for you. Uh, and one of the things that I noticed was when it came to out of control, this is a weird word, world, word, word, it's in English, um, out of control, because most people think you're insane or you're crazy in your mind when you're out of control. Yes, that also exists. But out of control is when I don't limit myself. I don't try to find the right way of doing stuff. I mean, if I look back in time, especially before I started doing access, I try to figure out the right way of doing stuff, like how should I focus? What should I be doing today? I should keep putting in the right amount of hours. And what happened is that I control so much of what could be created instead of like, oh, 
wonder what I can do different today to expand my business. I'm much more in this playfulness question, um, willing to allow everything to contribute to what I would like to create. Before it was, I have to put in the energy, I have to focus, because if I focus, I'll create. Um, And one of the things I've noticed is, yes, I can create by being focused and pushing it in that direction, but I also see that's one of the smallest way of creating. And, right. and, 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 it, and it's the funny thing is, it works. So for a lot of people, it's like, oh, but it works. Yes, it works. But when you go beyond that, it works so much better. People, <laughs> people don't believe you until you do it. No, it's true. It's true they because don't. it's so different than what we've been taught, than anything we've been taught. Oh, my God, yes. But I can also say, if I would have gone in the same pattern that I was doing before I met Gary um, five, over five years ago, I, was at, I started my business. I was in these classes in Sweden. They were supporting women, women that started their business. And I was at those classes, and they were for, almost for free and all those things. And half of the people were there, like, totally enthusiastic. They, they got exactly what to do, what things to, like, narrow it down, put a five-year plan, what to do year, month, week, day. And I did all these plans. And then the next day I was like, yeah, but I've done it. I feel screwed. I feel wrong. I feel like I don't understand this. And then we all go back to the same group. And half the group was totally, yes. And half the group was like question marks. I'm like, uh. And I know if I wouldn't have met Gary at that point, I would not really have gone very far with that. Because I didn't understand that I was already done. I couldn't plan my days by doing what I'm supposed to do to be successful. It was killing me, basically. And, right. uh, and, and it was not fun. And that's why I thought, oh, it doesn't work the way it works for most people. I have to be willing to look at me and see what would be so much fun for me to create in a different way that I don't know the outcome in the next week. So I have to be sharp. I have to be willing to be present. It triggers my whole being and willing to, what else can I do here? Instead of knowing, yeah, but if I do that, if I call those people, if I write this down, if blah, 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 it will be great. It was like, oh, but it's boring. It's done. It's like a different, it's a person that has already done it. Right. Have you ever experienced that? Yeah, no, definitely. And I just think it's so, like, if you do have those plans, then the most that you can create is the is the outcome that you're looking to create. And if you don't have the plans, what you can create is far beyond that because you're not controlling what will show up. Yeah. I mean, you can, and I'm not trying to make a plan wrong. If you have a very clear way of what you would like to do, please go ahead and do that. It's more like if you're so structured you cannot see beyond that, you will, as Judah said, you will reach it. But if you're willing just to have it like, I'm going towards there, you will even be willing to receive greater along the way. And that's one thing I've seen. It's just like, oh, I asked a question. Like, even just an example, like a couple of, a day ago, two days ago, was it yesterday? Maybe it was, it was yesterday. <laughs> I asked a question like, uh, what can I add to my life that would tickle my, I don't know, tickle me, get me excited, <laughs> curious, and all that thing. And I was like, and that question just made me like, it was a weird question. I haven't asked that before. And I was like, it just made me like happy, joyful. And within a couple of hours, somebody comes to me, me with a question, would you like to do this? Would you like to contribute and go there? I'm like, yes. Freaking fun. And I'm like, what am I not willing to ask for that would be so much fun, but I, and I cannot figure it out, and it would be totally out of control means for me in this, in this moment, I cannot figure it out. I have no clue how this would happen. So that's right. where I see, like, if I see, oh, I'll do a like, nice business with my jewelry that I have going, and nice business with access, and nice business with coaching, and nice business in companies and schools, I can figure out how to create great business in all those areas, and they will be great they might not be phenomenal, outstanding, totally beyond what I see is possible. And that's where I see when I'm in control, know what to do, it will be great. But I would like much more than that. Right. That's for me, that's for me the out of control energy. And for some people, it's just like, they don't know what to do with it. They think I'm crazy. Yes. <laughs> you get almost like crazy happy. So that is true. It's kind of a little bit of weird um, feeling. Um, that I definitely encourage people to go for. 
Yeah, you definitely. Not Swedish, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> um, you definitely have to be willing to to be the annoying, crazy, wild, happy one. <laughs> but this is fun because that's basically what people in business are looking for. Yes. I mean, if you want to go and listen to somebody talking about something different, would you like to go to a person that is really controlled and you kind of already figure out how they live in life or you go to a crazy one that you have no clue what they're going to say and you're like, wonder what they're going to say. Yeah, it's really funny. I think that's why a lot of people come to my classes is because you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> I do think so too. And you also know, wow, she's definitely going to open some door that I haven't looked at before. And that's for me, that's what I would love. Like in my life, I love talking to people that I've never talked to. I, that have something else to say that no, like for example, I'm really, I love business a lot. So I love talking about business to everybody because I know somebody knows something different. It doesn't mean I have to apply it or do the same way. I just know it will expand my awareness or I will have a different thought or input for my own life. And I'm like, that is so much fun. So I, I always ask a lot of questions. Uh, I went out for dinner just tonight with Jordan me and we were at a restaurant I've never been to. I just knew I want to go there. And we asked him so many questions, the guy there, and like, and I got so much more information. It was so fun. And he was so humanoid. He forgot what we were ordering. And he came back and just standing like, where did we leave the conversation? I want to know more what you guys are doing. <laughs> it was a fun thing. Like, it was an awesome dinner, and I forgot I was in Sweden. I was like, <laughs> where are we? Oh, yeah, we have to go back to my apartment. There's a radio show at 11 p.m. Cool, let's go soon. <laughs> and those are the things that I just, love and life that are unexpected, very different, and where you also follow the energy that, hey, I think it's going to be fun in here. Yeah, yeah. There's there's new adventures at every corner when you look at things from that perspective, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you're one of those crazy, crazy people I know that is, are willing to just jump and do it and be Yes. It. Yeah, jumping has become a part of my daily routine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. so funny so uh, let's talk a little bit about the gold mine energy i've never actually heard anybody in access use that word um so i'd love to talk about it hmm. gold mines are for me uh i was going to say gold bar first because that's what i was looking at but gold mines are i see for example in every person i'm aware they have a gold mine something that is so creative, so expansive, so joyful, and it also includes having money. And then I see all their points of views up, like how they got, like um, how they were raised, culture, beliefs, and all those things. They're kind of on top of all that beautiful thing that they're creating or could create, and that stops them from looking at what is possible for them to be, to create from, to generate from, just to know, because everybody has awareness of what's possible for them, for the world, for everything around them and all that. But we get clouded by so many other points of views and, and um, belief systems and then also these beautiful things like called judgments. Um, and I can just see in my, my universe and on my upbringing, my parents, um, I had one parent that was very much with scarcity, like, even when we were doing business together, I loved selling the things that were uh, more expensive, but I didn't really have a point of view about it. And, um, for example, my dad did have that, so he was stopping that a lot. And I'm like, no, it's just uh, whatever. It's just furniture piece. It's just a diamond. I'm like, I didn't have so many points of views. It was really easy to sell expensive things. Um, and it was just like the ease. I know every person has areas in their lives, more than one usually, that is super easy for them. That's what I call like a gold mine. And it's usually hidden. Okay. There's something they're so good at. Oh my gosh, that rings so true for me personally. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I no, mean, there are, there, I think I found a lot, but I think that there's a, like, I, there's definitely one in my awareness. I'm like, I can't, oh, like cool. bouncing around behind me and I can't seem to grasp it. <laughs> Cool. So if you don't grasp it, this is one thing with people, like I really just ask people, like start asking questions. What would be fun? What would be easy? What would you not even think you can generate money from? Like I just like include questions, like it pops up because what will happen often, 
they find something that's fun and then they go, but I can't generate money. I can't do a business. No, you don't have to add it as a business. You can just add it to your life. That's why I gave the example of cleaning because most people wouldn't like that to do, have that as a work. But if it creates so much joy in your universe, you might be willing to open up your life to something very different. So most people have some kind of sense of what would be really fun that would also generate money if they were willing to include that in their lives. Not everybody wants to include money in their life either. Um, and that's, like, that's where I basically ask questions, what would be fun, what would be easy, what would you not even ask money for because it would just be so much joy. A lot of people have really hard time asking for money when it's so much fun that would, they would be willing to do it for free. That's where, like, that's where I say, and what would happen if you did ask for money to do that too? Because um, then usually there's an inflow in a very different way and they're willing to see, oh, my life can be joyful. I can be doing so-called work that is just fun. Yes, you could. Like what if 90% of your working time was just fun and you generated lots of money on that too, or at least started generating money and then it becomes much more money along the way if you're willing to receive that as well. Right. And like I have more time saying that work because when I say I work, for most people it means something that's not too fun, too much fun. And I'm like, why would it not be fun? Why can't you do what you like and, and, and generate money with that? Like, why wouldn't it? Like, how many gold mines are you avoiding because of some concept it should be in a certain way or it should be in a certain time or in a certain something? Right. Hmm. This is neat. This is food for thought. It's really fun. So what what are you aware of? Um, well, for me, you know, it's funny. At the seven day, I was thinking a lot about fashion design. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Um, and I haven't really started or put anything on paper. But when I was at the seven day, I had written down like all of these different ideas for different clothing that's like really just really out there stuff and so I'm like oh that like would be so much fun to pursue and create so that there there I just asked the questions and now I'm aware I because I I had that but I was ignoring it so that's really cool that was awesome What, what about for you like what would be like for you like definitely antiques and buying and selling antiques would be a gold mine. How did you, can you talk a little bit more about the antique business and how you run that business? That's really mm-hmm. fascinating. Definitely. I mean, I started just recently again in, in August. It's very, very new. Um, and one of the things that I have, because I would say Gary has been poking me for years because he knows I come from that area. Um, and if you know Gary Douglas, he loves antiques and jewelry and all those, uh, all that thing. And I grew up with it. So it's basically... It's like home every time he talks about it. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. Um, and one of the things that was there, it was I did not want to do it the way I did it. I didn't want to do it in my family business. And my family did not want me to go solo. They just wanted me to be in the business. And I just like, I was so tired of it. So I left it. And, and in those conclusions and reactions that I had from my family business, I did not want to go back. So basically, I did not know how to start selling things so I didn't start. That was one of the things I um, I knew how I did business before and I didn't want to do that. So I was just like, oh, but I don't know any other way, so I won't do it. So I really had very fixed points of views about that. And when I then looked at the energy in the summer, I decided like, but I don't need to know how to sell these things. I have very different tools. I have a very different awareness. And if I don't start, I will never get more information what I could do differently. I'll just try to figure out how to do stuff. And I mean, the last five years, I haven't, oh, like access is five years and antiques not doing it seven, eight, nine years, I think. Um, and I was just like, okay, I can, I can wait a couple of years more and figure out to do the right way or just start and I will know more. So what I do, did was I went to some of the auctions that I knew because this area being selling and bu- buying was like, my daily stuff. I've been on both sides, both buying stuff. I've even been working with auctions and in auctions, um, valuing stuff and all those things uh, as a full-time job. And so I was just like, oh, let's go out there and start buying some stuff that I like. And I just did that from one day to another. I started buying and then I showed my friends. They liked it. And I showed a couple more friends. They started buying. And I'm like, oh, 
wow, I just sold this stuff. Let's buy some more. And I just basically started buying with the... Um, well, I just looked at things. And I'm like, I like that. Let's buy it. And I bought it. And I knew basically what was happening. I was refreshing my awareness, my information, uh, what I knew about those things that I've been dealing with for many, many years before that. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not up to date with all these things. I need more information. And then my dad said, oh, why don't you come to Berlin? I'm there in the weekend. I have a guy that had some merchandise that he can show me. And I'm like, oh, that reads. So then I went to Berlin for a weekend and got to see uh, jewelry that was not really good at all. And I saw the prices and I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to buy this. And basically what happened along the way every week was, that I got more information of people, of um, situations that gave me what exactly I was asking for. So along these months, I've been going to different areas, different countries, different people, just meeting up people, going to auctions, private people, to fairs, to um, just gathering information. So like, oh, I know this, I know that. And also what happened along the way that I could acknowledge that I know stuff about it that I've also been denying. I was like, yeah, 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 I don't really know so much anymore. I've forgotten so much. And then also in Costa Rica, I was helping Chris with the Guild. It's the business that Gary has with antiques. And I'm like, oh, I really like this. I, I, know the, I know the stones. I know the materials. I know what kind of gold it is. And I was just like, oh, and I really like, what I like with the jewelry is to see what jewelry, really, what jewelry piece really connects with the person and body and really creates a different reality for them. Like when they put on a ring where I see like, wow, that expands the universe. And if it doesn't, I basically try to like talk to the Julie and ask, I wonder what Julie here would create that energy, like that amazing, fun, um, expansive beyond energy. And I just like usually tap into the Julie. Oh, and I bring it to the person and the person, it changes on like, that's energy I'm looking for. And he's talking a lot, a lot about that in class. And I see, wow, I really like that energy. I really like to contribute to people getting a different uh, experience with jewelry. Um, it's really a lot of fun for me. And then I also see it's a really good investment too. And, and a lot of people learn a lot and actually about the 10%, setting that aside. You can invest in something. And I'm like, these are really cool things to do. And, and I've seen that myself. Like I've had a big 10% account and I haven't really done so much with it. And then I started investing in jewelry. I'm like, wow, it has a very different energy of wealth for me. Um, instead of just having money, I have it more in jewelry now. And I'm like, wow, that changed my world too. Um, I don't know how it is for other people um, that have chosen that, but for me, it really changed something. That's really neat. Yeah, no, that's what I've done with all of my 10%. Is, yeah, cool. Is antique jewelry. Woohoo! Nice. Yeah. It's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really neat. It's I that's a really cool like putting what you're saying into into uh, a concrete example like you know, taking the taking the chance to go buy the jewelry and do all that and then the buyers just show up. So that's really neat. If I don't try to figure out, I mean, I, I have all the other ways that I could sell them too, and I'm definitely going to add that too, but I'm just in the start, like, what else can I do in this? And I would really love to contribute to more to people having more fun with it and, and just joy with it. Like, I see how much fun it is to, um, it's just the joy of expanding people's reality with it too. But it's like anything can be created as a business, and I'm willing to have that energy um, if I'm willing to be aware of it as well. And it doesn't mean like, oh, it will generate everything I need for my living, but it, it adds to my life a lot. And there's a lot of joy for me personally in it. So it's almost like if I'm doing a business like a couple of times a week with it, it adds so much to everything else I do. So even when I facilitate classes, I have a different awareness and joy in my life because I've added something that contributes to my life. So it's not... I don't see necessarily that we find one right thing to do. Like when I was working more with the spiritual community and people, you just like, you have to find what, like, what do you say? Um, your life first. Yes. What's in your heart and blah, blah, blah. And, and it's so fun because what I see, it, it comes such a, um, you really have to find the right thing. And if you don't, you're fucked, you're screwed. You, 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 like, 
you have to start, you have to keep on searching. Instead of like adding stuff that are fun, it can be five different things. Like what if that's nothing wrong in there and that? Like I really love so many different things. And if I don't, like for example, when I was doing business with my parents, I was always looking at doing something totally different. At that moment and in that period of my life, I was working a lot with Ayurveda and Indian healing stuff and things like that. And if, and I was, if I worked full time with that, I was, uh, missing my antique area so I was like why do I feel so weird and my brother was poking he was really good at just doing one thing and I was like jumping around and of course I made myself very wrong for that it, until I understood that I required that to have that to like my life like I love changing things all the time and and then you know friends they go for one career and I'm like uh, why am I not doing that <laughs> Uh, and it's so much interesting things to look at for me because it's so easy to look at I should be doing one thing and I'll be really successful instead of like okay where else can I put my energy in it like how many more businesses can I invest invest in like at the moment I'm looking at where I can put money to invest and grow and put into different companies and I was like this is fun I've never done it before I'm like ah it feels really fun for me so this might be something that I'm really would like I don't know if you're even like good at it, but I think it, anything that I get intrigued and have this energy of like, huh, that would be fun. I'm excited. That's where I look into it and I start at least choosing one or twice to see if it really is something I would like to put more time into. Because there's so much things we can do, and I and I and I also can really say from personal experience, I think people are good at so many different areas, but they usually always try to figure out one or two that that are the right ones. Right. Right. What are you um, good at, Julia? I, I, well, I think my favorite thing to do is facilitate. I love facilitating. I could facilitate every day. Um, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I really like to travel and just be out in the world. I started a job bartending, so I'm a bartender mm. now, and I love wow. it. It's so much fun. <laughs> Yeah. So, but I think the main thing is like you're saying, Lisa, like I just, for me, it's about doing all kinds of things and never, like I used to really, really hold the belief that scattered people didn't make money or artistic people didn't make money. And, and that is so not true. And it's sad when people do believe that's true because it limits so much. It does. So. Every area did want to do something that generated money. And like, what if some of them are just revenue streams that, that generate money you don't do so much with them? You don't have to put in 24-7. You can put in three hours a week and it generates really good money. Uh, and the thing is also like, how much money are you avoiding just because you're having fun? Yeah. Exactly. Is it, allowed? it is allowed to generate money for things that you just enjoy doing. And you're, you don't even do so much. So it's almost in this world, it's really almost not okay to have fun, enjoy, and not really feel that you're doing so much and generate money on that. It's like you have to put in your hours. You have to work hard. You have to be serious. You blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow. I mean, all that sounds really great for Germany because they're, like when I work in Germany, if you have too much fun, you're not really productive or efficient. And I'm like, wow, they have a lot of judgments and rules about how work should be. Yeah, totally. And I think that the thing, I, I just want to pull out something you said earlier. Um, you said, um, whoa, it's escaped me, about, oh, about how you have to be on your toes. Like, you have mm. to be present. You have to be in your life in order to create like this. You can't just put yourself on autopilot and create like this. You know, you can have a regular nine-to-five job and go do the same thing over and over. And people specifically are looking to put themselves on autopilot because yeah. when you're bored and you're unpresent, autopilot is the easiest way to get through things. Like, I, I was listening to the radio recently and the radio announcer is like and the top hits to get you through the the rest of your work day and I'm like oh is that how people live I'm like they have to like listen to music to get through their day I'm like what's the point of having a day if you have to get through it like I would just want to die if I had to get through my days like Mm -hmm. we're here to live but Mm -hmm. I it was it actually shocked me shocked me a little bit um 
because that is really people's points of view. And, And I just think it's so important what you said about actually being in your life and being on your toes and being present. Mm. so yeah if you look at how many people work to get like go on to be able to go on vacation or to have a day off um and and if people ask me for example it's so funny you know when summer is getting closer they're like hey where are you going on vacation i look at them vacation um not planned <laughs> um i like i don't really and uh, there's very few things i really would desire a vacation um, I love traveling, so I always add days being in there and there. But it's something I just do regularly. So it's not like, oh, in the summer I should have two weeks off. Um, don't really need that. I'll take a day off or two when I'm tired or I don't want to work anymore. And work for me is basically doing what gives me so much energy that I, do ne- I never want to stop. So my vacation would be like, I have to stop doing what I really <laughs> get a lot of joy from. Like, please, like, it, it hurts me even thinking about that. I remember going to Bali, and I had five days before I went to one of the Beyond classes in Australia, and I was sitting there on the beach, and they brought me my coconut, blah, 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 and they asked me, what are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm developing new business things and thinking about new things I can do with my business. They're like, are you not on vacation? Yes, exactly, I'm on vacation. I have space to think about everything I usually don't do and how I can create more and more ideas, and it's just like, had so much space, and the only thing that happened in my brain was, what else can you create? And I'm like, wow, I love it. But I never knew that that was from irritation. And I was like, wow, I'm, I might be a bit different. So um, I should stop judging you <laughs> for that. You <laughs> different? Nah. <laughs> nah <not> so much. <laughs> but I also, like, I, what I also saw, I grew up with parents working 24-7 in a business, but it was also from working. Like, there was not time off. We didn't do vacations. We worked really, really hard, and and I was I grew up in that environment, so I also had to learn to go from working really hard, um, and there was joy in that too. But it was like it wasn't clear, so I really could work and just beat myself to work um, energetically and thought and all that. And then I like oh I could have joy with it. I could just work because it was fun for me. So that was also a process for me to change that. So it wasn't like I've always had it. It was totally natural. Parts of it, yes. And I got to acknowledge and realize that. But there was also other things that was really hard on myself. And I didn't take breaks and all those things. And I had to work with that and change that because that was not fun. Um, Mm -hmm. And definitely not for my body and for my way of like I remember just being like 20, 22 when I was studying. Oh, no, 23, 24. And it like taking a break and sleeping like a siesta in the afternoon. That I had bad conscience after that. That was something you did not do in my family. I'm like, this is not really sane. This is not really okay. So I really had to change some points of views about that. And it's like everybody comes with their baggage and where they grew up from, but we all – we all can't change it. That's one thing I see. And if we're willing to acknowledge, hey, I want to have a different life. And, and what, what am I aware of that I would like to create? And I don't even have to know. Because, for example, you said you're aware of something in your background. I have background. Yes. yes. Uh, you're just aware of it, but you don't exactly know what that is. I'm like, yes, exactly. But that's, you're aware of the energy. You don't have to exactly know about it. You can ask for more because it will show up. It will be... Somebody said something to you. There will be something showing up. If you're just willing to not give up on yourself, you will know if you don't have to know today. Totally. You know, it's funny what you're saying, too, about you don't have to know. And, like, it's just about not, like, you just, you you go and go and create. And, like, today I was playing with my little cousin, and she's four. And she's running around the house all the time, and she doesn't stop, and she's always making something new or doing something new. And, like, like I could get exhausted, like, just (laughs) running around at her pace. But it's, like, as soon as I, like, I this happened before. When I was in Costa Rica, I was playing with Isla, and she's six. And she just goes and goes and goes too. And like these kids just go and go. And then I would start to stop and get tired. And it just wasn't an option. Like, like, like Tegan, my cousin would be like, 
Like, why are you stopping? Like, this is stupid. Like, yeah. and in their world, they don't stop. And it is a choice. And then I'm like, oh, I don't have to stop. Like, you just keep playing and playing and playing. It's just the point of view that you have to stop that stops you. You don't yeah. actually have to get tired. You know, it's like we can go at that rate. And, and when I do, that's when I have the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> I so agree. <laughs> I don't hear you at the moment. Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Very far away, though. How's this? Much better. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah. Absolutely. Do you hear me clearly? Yes, very clearly. Okay, cool. It's like there's like a wind or something in the background for me, so I'm like, hmm, wonder what's going on. Really? So, yeah, that's so weird. I don't know if it's us here to see them because we're quite far away or what it is. I have no idea. It's maybe just us hearing it. Sometimes there's people talking in a different dimension. Who knows? Um, there can be a lot of maybe there's people that want to ask questions but they're just not calling in so um, that's putting a lot of energy on our call who knows you stop that (laughs) and then we have Dorothy Mee next to me and she has a lot of fun stuff going on in her life Um, so (laughs) so anyway (laughs) what are you avoiding that if you didn't avoid it would give you so much more space to create what you know is possible and be willing to, and be willing, ah, hmm, be willing to receive all of that and beyond that as well. So everything doesn't allow you to do that. Can we just try and create that? Good and bad, romp and puck, all nice, right, boys and girls. So one of the things I look at a lot is every time I, for example, doubt myself, I go in and just destroy and create my doubts. So this is one thing, like if you have an idea and then you go like, oh, I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't know how to do it, what should, I don't know anybody, then I really go in, okay, what, what conclusions, judgments, point of views, decisions do I have in place here that stop me from creating everything I know or I know is possible? Oh, I'm, a, I'm aware as possible. And then I just go good and bad, right, wrong, put and puck, all nine shorts, boys and young. Because there's a lot of things that pop up in my head that want to stop me from creating from the space of more like infinite. Because then, you know, when you have, you know, in this space of creation where there's just ideas and you're exploring, you have a lot of thought and there's just joyfulness. And then the moment you think you have to put it down to paper, you have to know how to do it all the problems or limitations show up, like uh, time, money, family, space, whatever you love using against yourself, um, they start popping up. And that's where I'm like, oh, those are all the things I use against myself. So if I'm really aware, I just start destroying and creating everything, all of them all the time. And what invention of this reality are you using against you instead of, uh, instead of creating, creating from the space of infinite possibilities? Everything that doesn't allow you can we try and create that. Get in bed right around, put and block all nine shorts, boys and girls. You still hear me? I don't hear you. Hi, Julia. Do you hear me? You're like out of space. You can be hearing things off that. Here, here. Now maybe. Do you hear me? Julia? Miss Julia? Everything does not this copies with total ease and clarity. Good and better. I don't know. Whatever space we require. Hello? Hi. Hi, I'm back. 
Yay! Um, so were you running clearings? What did I miss? You kind of. I was trying to create more ease here. Yes. I think so. And I was wondering where you were. So I was like, hey, that's such a nice line. I felt like it was outer space and there was a lot of traffic. There was a lot of, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's just keep, can we do a couple more clearings on the gold mine? Oh, yes. So in what area would you like? What energy? Okay. Hey, what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be totally aware of all your golden minds and start unlocking them now and in the future? So everything that's allowed, you can really destroy and create them. Yes. No, and create that, not them. Good and better, wrong, and buck all my shirts, boys and yachts. Yes. <laughs> so what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to tap into all the golden minds from this life and all the other, like all the lives you have had, and, and create from that space of infinite possibilities, abundance, wealth, joy. Good amount I don't even know what to do with that. That was so much energy. So here's the thing. Gold mines, they don't look in a certain way. They don't have to be in a certain way. So really, what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be all the gold mines you truly be? You could just be asking that and tapping into that energy because it's just so easy that you want to do, in one day you want to figure out what your gold mines are instead of being in the question of them because one day they pop up and another day, like, oh, I like working with dogs, for example, and it shows up in certain different areas and I'm like, I still, I could make a whole business about dogs and, and training people and getting people out of fear and all those things and, huh, I still have things that I feel like, oh, there's more possible in that area. So then I just start clearing things that I don't try to niche myself within a couple of minutes. And like, hey, what energy, space, and consciousness can I be to receive even more from these things and create even more? So what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be are, are questions I ask a lot because they're not limited. There's so much space in there. There's so much joy and I cannot control them. That's one of the things I love because they just go beyond. And I'm like, wow. And the funny thing is that I would love the universe and every energy around me, all the molecules to contribute. But then I also have to be willing to ask for that. And that's one thing I see with the energy, space, and consciousness for me that does that with me. And especially gets me to the energy of a little bit out of control because I cannot define it. And, and any time you try to define, for example, gold mine, get out of there and just destroy and create that and go to what energy, space, and consciousness can mean my body be to be totally out of control and connect with the gold mines and have fun with that. And then I just talk to them. And one thing I personally do, and it might be a bit weird and wacko, I just talk. Like I talk to myself like, hey, hey, whatever, whatever can contribute here will be so much fun and I don't even know what it is. And I, and I often talk very lo- very loud, but loud to my dog because she always usually listens very nicely and is super allowance of her uh, <laughs> owner <laughs> uh, of her crazy owner oh, sorry that, that just talks um, and it's so fun for me because every time I'm willing just to talk honestly with myself about energies things start creating like I mean also like when I if I eat things that my body doesn't want or I'm having a crappy day I can really say hey body sorry sorry for me being such an ass today and putting things in you that you don't want. And I really, really would like just to apologize. Um, and it often creates a very different space for me to be and, and create from. And these are things I also do with my business. Hey, jewelry, hey, what can we do today that is different? Who can we talk to? Do I need to do something with you guys? Do you want to be cleaned up? Do you want a new little box? Like I really talk to them as if they were people, like friends. And what if you talk to even things you didn't even know you want to create? Like, hey, where are you? What can we? What can I do? And where are you? What would be fun to be? Who would be fun to be with? Who would be fun to create with? What do I? What don't I know? What am I avoiding? What are gold mines for me? Like, I'm basically just in curious questions a lot. And right. anytime there's weird, weird stuff showing up, like you know, you get heavy or you get like irritated. That's when I use a lot of the clearance statement because there's just shit going on underneath. Um, and it's so much fun to do that if you like exploring yourself, like what, what's going on for you. 
Um, and everybody's different. And that's why I say when I do classes and I bring up tools, try them out. Use the ones that are fun for you. Don't use the ones you don't like. Totally. You're not like it. Like, it's just so easy. Like, just talk to things. Like, they're there just the same way that people are, and we just ignore them. And yeah. Once you start that communication, everything contributes to you. The whole universe contributes in a way that, you know, most people don't ever let it. Mm. <laughs> that is, that I hear myself there. Um, anytime I feel like things are going too slow or not working and I get aware of it, I'm like, wonder how much I'm avoiding to receive at the moment. Like, what contribution am I avoiding? Like, hey, and then I start lowering my barriers too. That's one thing I've, I uh, practice a lot lowering my barriers to everything. And like even my apartment can contribute if I'm willing to receive that. Uh, my dog is totally obvious, but everything. I just bought a car and I was like, and I had like a, this moment of doubt that I bought the right one. And I like next day I was like, I totally forgot that I bought, that I had, I had a new car, that I had a car. And I'm like, wow, I'm avoiding my car. Let's change that. And, like, and I just lowered my barriers and was willing to receive and felt totally connected to it. And I'm like, wow, it's so easy to not receive and it's so easy to receive. So what what am I willing to choose here? And and I could see how easily also I avoid receiving from things that would love to contribute to me. I mean, one thing, I remember one time I was in a class with Dane and ESB years ago and I it was in Rome um, and I went out for a walk in the evening and I lowered my barriers and we were going through a certain process, blah, blah, blah. And, and in one moment I was walking there and I could feel every molecule around me wanted to contribute 100% to me. And I was like, wow, I was going to totally be on and like, really, this is how it really is? I'm like, wow, I'm not really willing. I haven't really been willing to have that. And in the same moment, I saw that every molecule that was willing to contribute to me 100% was also willing to contribute 100% to everybody else. It was not like if it has 100% to me, it doesn't have anything left to somebody else. And I'm like, wow, that's a very different way if I was willing to be and create my life and live my life from that space of receiving 100% from everything around me. Yeah. I think there might be a bit more ease in my life then. <laughs> yeah. Just a bit. <laughs> so darn easy, Lizen. <laughs> I know. What if you were willing to have that? I'm like, really? Really? Out of pox, that. Out of pox, all that shit that we're making. So, like, everywhere you're inventing and creating it, life has to be hard, and you have to prove that you're doing your right thing. Can we destroy and create that? Yes. Oh, my good about me, too. Good about my mom, punk, all my shorts, boys, and beyond. Prove that you're like, doing the right thing has so much energy on it, I could fall over. Like, like, yes. <laughs> you know, I don't know. If, I don't know if you know that. But you know, I remember when I was younger. I like this expression: you get everything served on a silver plate. And I was like, yeah, you have that expression in English, don't you? Yeah, we do. Yeah, cool. Uh, so I was like, but that must be the most simplest thing to have in your life. At some point, when I was young, I had that idea. I was like, it must be really simple to have that way of living. And then, you know, you learn that it's not that way. It's a, like kind of a bad thing. Like it's not things, only certain people have that. I'm like, wow, I think everybody has that, but we're just not willing to have it. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, what if I was willing to use everything to my advantage, my, like everything from my looks, my being, my everything. And what if I was willing to have life contribute to me with everything served like on a silver plate, whatever that means, not in like a specific way. And I'm like... That would create a, that would that would for me mean a lot of ease all the time with any situation, even the weird, maybe not so much fun. It could still be with ease. Totally, yeah. I'm like, wow, I like more of that. Oh, it's so cool. Well, we're coming to the end of the hour. Yeah. I would love to hear about what classes you have coming up and what you're up to, just so people know if they would like to catch a class with you. That's fun. Um, well. I haven't really planned too much ahead of time. That's really fun with me too because a lot of things are changing. But I do the core classes, Bars Foundation 1. I do classes with uh, business and money um, and different things. I'm a lot at the moment in Sweden and Denmark. I uh, just talked to Ricky Williams yesterday. I've been doing some classes with him last year, and we created one that's called Faster Change. We will be doing one class, of, uh, one class in Europe in August. 
So if you're planning ahead, um, you can at least watch out that we will have a class with that. Uh, we're also looking at a kids camp in Denmark in the summer. Oh, um, yeah, we're looking at some different things there just to create some fun things. Um, I will be traveling in different countries too and doing different classes. But I've, it's one thing I've also looked like, hey, wonder what I really would like to do in the next couple of months. Because it, last five years I've been traveling everywhere, done classes like in any country where I show up and it's really easy. And at the moment I'm like, oh, what else can I do that would be very different? So I'm also not trying to fill my calendar to have space to do different things. Um, one thing that I'm doing a little bit more is write voice for you again. Uh, I love that class. It's a lot about creation, being in your space, being totally present, using all the tools in action. Um, so I will be doing more of those classes uh, both in Europe and in, I think also in the States uh, in spring. But, um, well, you'll have to look up and then Lisa Benson at accessconscious.com. That's where I have all my classes posted. And connect with me if you want to see me anywhere in the world. It's, for me, the world has become like just the playground. It's like a playground for me. Like I can go anywhere and do anything. Um, it's just fun. So, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, see you around. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. That was an awesome show. That's really, I, it's really fun to hear the info about just how easy things were with your parents and the business and the antique yeah. and and just it's all just sitting there waiting for for us as soon as we choose it. And everybody has this. Yeah. I just what I noticed people don't want to see it always. Yeah. That's the thing. Now everybody needs to get out of their own way. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome okay well um thanks everyone for listening into the call and for those listening in the future and uh thank you for being on the show Lizen. thank you so much that was awesome we'll talk to you soon bye bye everyone